Good morning, you're with Karen. How are you going? I had a bit of a chat with Justin Cooper at the end of last year on the show about helping people find their purpose and learning about deliberate creation. And he interviewed me about how I found mine. So here's a bit of the chat we had together, some of my story about how I found my purpose. Have a listen. Hi, everyone. It's Justin Cooper from unleashyourbeast.com.au. Welcome to another episode of Conversations on Purpose. This week, I'm interviewing Karen Swain. She works with uh, people to help them get what they truly want from life by using the law of attraction. Welcome to Conversations on Purpose. I'm here with Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creativity and a healer. Welcome, Karen. Hi, Justin. How are you? Nice to be with you again. Yeah. Today, I am going to explore your purpose and Mm -hmm. find out what it is that makes you tick. How did you discover your purpose? You know, that's such an important question for so many people on the planet right now because I think a lot of people, as we've discussed, really grapple with that. The first hint I had to my purpose was when my father, second wife, had a nanny and she read my palm and she said, you will be a teacher. And to a dyslexic 12-year-old, it was the worst thing anyone could have said to me because I hated school and I didn't want to teach anybody anything. It really was when my mother died that I started asking questions like, who am I, where do I come from, and why am I here, that I started really seeking answers to that question. And I've got to say, I don't know when it hit me as an epiphany. It was an unfolding. It was an unfolding of finding what I wanted to do because I wanted to be, I don't know, a singer, a rock star, a movie star, something that we all think is going to bring us happiness. We see people out there making money and having fun and we think, I want that. But there's really a deeper calling within us. And I think was when I did a massage course that somebody gave me and I saw these people making a difference in people's lives and earning money and having fun. And I thought, this is something I need to investigate. So I did five years full-time study of naturopathy. And I knew that when I was there that I was here to make a difference but it didn't really, I didn't really know how that was going to look. And I used to go to psychics and say, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm doing all these modalities and I don't know which one. I was for a long time in confusion. It really hit me when I did an Abraham Hicks cruise down the Mexican Riviera and I watched Esther teach what I'd always known and I'm thinking, wow, look at this woman. She has these followers, millions of them, masses of them, probably not millions, and they're listening to what she's saying and it had always been the guidance that I had been given. But when I spoke it to people and said, you're responsible for how you think and how you feel and what you create, people said, I am not because nobody wanted to be responsible for the crap that was going on in their life. And I thought, no one wants to hear this message. And so I was seeking a way of making a difference and teaching it like so I called myself healer, I did energy healing courses, I did all manner of courses, self-help courses, looking for a way to really be on purpose because I knew I was here to open people up to the creative potential of our energy flow, of our thoughts and our emotions. And it was really Esther Hicks that really allowed me to feel like I could teach it and people would listen. 
Mm. So what did you do when you came back from that? I was gung-ho and I thought, I'm going to do courses called Deliberate Creation and Create Your Own Reality and I'm going to teach people about Law of Attraction. But I have to say it's not been an easy road because I still bump up against people that want to blame circumstances for how they feel. They want to blame life. They want to blame the planets. You know, they want to blame the chakras. They want to blame something. They don't want to take responsibility for how they think and feel. I still bump up against it. It's a brave soul. It's an enlightened soul that really wants to take this information on, not not know it intellectually, but really take it on and say, I am the creator of my own reality. I am deliberate in flowing my energy. I am deliberate in how I feel and what I think. And I think it's the most important message that we can have as we're evolving as a human consciousness on this planet to really take responsibility because wars are fought and drama happens because of blame. It is the blame game that most people are indulging in and I really think that we've got to stop the blame game and start taking responsibility for how we think and how we feel. You keep bumping up against people that don't get it but you're obviously working with a lot of people that do get it and you're making a difference. Here's the, the process. It's like being an artist. So I call myself a teacher. I used to call myself healer but I soon realised By naming yourself healer, you're saying, I'm going to do something for you that you can't do for yourself. I'm going to heal you. You're sick and you need me to heal you. And that to me never felt right because I really believe everything we need is within us and we need people to remind us of who we are and the potential power that lies dormant within us. We just need to crack it open. We just need to open to it. And so teacher felt better than healer because I felt like I was teaching people or reminding people, I call my sessions reminders from home, to find that creative potential, that love potential, that connection to source within themselves and once they have that connection to their own innate wisdom and guidance then they've got tools to live the rest of their life and that felt better to me and it was funny that this nanny had said to me all those years ago you will be a teacher (laughs) it took me about about, i don't know 20 years to really own that yeah yeah so So you understand your current understanding of your purpose is as a teacher to teach people to use the law of attraction for themselves? Uh, yes. I wouldn't say I'm teaching the law of attraction because you don't teach people about gravity because you're in it. What you do <laughs> is allow people to be aware or teach them how to become aware of how they are creating. So that's being very deliberate in being very aware of how you feel and very deliberate in what you think using your emotional guidance system so if I'm feeling down I'm obviously thinking something that's evoking a feeling of sadness or upset or overwhelm or anger or frustration and I can choose to deliberately change that I don't need to blame the traffic or the husband or the job or the body or the sickness or the food or whatever it is that we put our focus on and say this is doing it to me I can actually shift how I feel and that's being very conscious and deliberate of the power within you. Even when dreadful things happen, like people die or even accidents. I've had dreadful accidents where I've fallen over and taken my whole knee off and had no pain 
because I wasn't in resistance because oh. I was in complete acceptance that this is what I'd done. I was thinking, oh, I've taken my knee off. I'll have to go to the hospital and I'll have to have an operation. I better call some clients and cancel them. And I have to get someone to look after my daughter. Complete acceptance, no oh. pain. So I said to my guides, because they keep giving me examples of how we create through my life experience, you know, what was that all about? And they said to me, we've always told you, Karen, where there is no resistance, there is no pain. So oh. when you stop resisting life and saying this shouldn't be this way or you shouldn't talk to me like that, you're not in pain anymore. And, and that's the sort of things that I teach and mm. that's my purpose. Who's your help? They're really diverse, but all of the people that I help know that they're here on the planet to make a difference in people's lives. So I've had psychologists come to me, plastic surgeons come to me, surgeons, doctors. I've had healers come to me. I've had school children come to me that just want to know, you know, who they are and, and what they're doing on the planet. I've had mums come to me. That they want to heal their kids or I had a woman recently that had this fabulous child that is teaching us to communicate in another way and she wanted to know, you know, his soul contract and her soul contract and how they would together help other people communicate differently and they're really diverse. The people that come to me and I feel completely guided all the time. I've got a mob that I call Blissful Beings. They're the Council of Light. They're made up of many different intentions there's like groups of beings in non-physical that oversee certain aspects of life and I feel like this mob that speak to me are a party of all these different aspects. There's so many of them that come through and with different messages, predominantly about how to be deliberate in our thinking. So if someone were listening to this and saying, you know, I should probably go and have a chat to Karen, how would they access do you do your, your work over Skype? Do you do it face-to-face? -face? How do you? Yes, both. I speak to a lot of people overseas. I have a large following in the States. But people do like to come in person if they're in Sydney. Yeah, they love to have that personal one-on-one -on -one communication. I can hug them, squeeze them, to hold their hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, learning about who you are, the potential that lies within you, is something that you can learn on Skype. So my purpose is to awaken the difference makers and teach them about their power to create because they're here to make a difference and they need to focus on how they make a difference and not the drama in their life. Yeah. And the, typically the people, as you said earlier, that come to you, whether they're, doesn't matter who they are, they're surgeons or um, psychiatrists, psychologists, school students, they might be stuck with expressing their true selves? What, what typically do they, what problem presents itself for them to awaken and say, I need a session with Karen? Well, everyone has different reasons. A large question is, who am I and what's my potential? That's a large question for many people. What yep. am I here to do and what's possible for me? And how do I make that happen? And so people are asking, like, how can I manifest money and how can I manifest love and how can I manifest a good job? They're the sort of personal questions that people ask. But a lot of the people are like musicians, conscious musicians, for instance, that know that they make music and they've got something to give the world through their music. But how does that look? And it's that unknowing about the future that we all suffer with you know and we go to a reader or a channel or a psychic because we want some clues about the future and 
I had this beautiful experience yesterday. We were walking the labyrinth in Centennial Park and the metaphor came to me. Even when you're in that cloud of confusion about who you are and how you make a difference and what your future is, there is a path that if you just put one foot in front of the other, it's really clear and you can follow it. And it's a windy path and it takes you in all these fabulous places. But you always get to where you want to be just put one foot in front of the other as you walk the labyrinth that's exactly what you do and I tried to close my eyes like have almost no sight as I was walking the labyrinth and still it was easy so even when you're blind to the future it's still easy to follow that path I thought that was a beautiful metaphor for life we just need to put one step in front of the other just keep going Mm-hmm. It really is a beautiful analogy and it's a beautiful spot there in Centennial Park. It is divine. Yeah. So last question for you is would be your three top tips. That's easy. What lights you up the most? What is it that when you're doing it, you just feel the best? The best. That's your guidance system showing you why you're on the planet. And to a young girl who felt the best when I was sitting in bed at night reading my spiritual books, there was no way that I could put two and two together that that would one day be who I was because there was no one around me making money or doing that as a living. There were these authors writing these books, but many of them unknown and not really making money. But that's changed. But what feels the best is what you're supposed to do. And and as we discussed the other day, what is your highest value? Not what should I value, but what is your highest value? For me, it's connection, you know, feeling connected to people. That's one of my high And love, of course. So I connect to people and teach love. (laughs) It's really easy. But, you know, like an artist, you might discover who you are but you're going to do that in many different ways so a healer or a teacher can do that in many different ways and having conversations connecting to people like you do on radio and hearing their story and how they discovered who they are and what they do in the world and what their message is is a way that I teach because I teach through other people's stories because I think we've all got so much to offer I think you're doing that with me right now you're teaching through my story and I think that that connection, which is my highest value, is, you know, one of my purposes and one of the ways in which I live my purpose, which is to remind people of who they are and how they make a difference. So tip number one is what really lights you up? What lights you up? Tip number two is what's your highest value? What's your highest values? Mm-hmm. Your third tip? Stop worrying. <laughs> oh, that's a doozy. I remember the Seth books, which were one of the first books I ever read. Yeah. Seth, who was channeled through Jane Roberts in the 60s, so it was a channeled book. I read Shirley MacLaine when I was very young, and uh, she said that she walked into a New Age bookshop and a book fell off the shelf and she was meant to read it. And I thought, I wish that would happen to me. So I was babysitting one night, it was when I was young, and a book fell off the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) So I went over and picked it up and it said, Seth Speaks. So when the young couple came home, I said, this book fell off the shelf. Oh, you're meant to read it. You're meant to read it. So I read it. And he said, the 11th commandment should be thou shalt not worry. (laughs) (laughs) Because worry disconnects you to your soul and to your heart and to your purpose. 
And when you worry about how you're going to survive or how you're going to make money, you really get off track of why you're here and what you're meant to do. So when you calm down, when you get deliberate, you connect back to your purpose and then that lights you up and then that gives you the energy that you project out into life and then opportunities fly at you. You know, it's it's I like I, I love this three step process. Yeah. And what lights me up? What's my highest value? Stop worrying, go back to step one. What lights you up? That's it. That's it. That's it. Until you master it and stay with step one, you don't need to do steps two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, when you're living your highest value, you're completely lit up. Like you're completely lit up. Yeah. Everyone's different, and you really need to tune into what it is that lights you up. Yeah. Back to step one. Back to step one. Karen, thank you so much for your time today. And um, if people want to find you, it's karenswain.com.au. Karenswain.com. Actually, .au will get me, but karenswain.com. So karenswain.com. Thanks, honey one. So thank you so much for your time today and sharing those fantastic and powerful suggestions and also sharing your story, which I know will inspire people. Thank you. Thank you for having, them. you know, that heart to actually reach out to others. Beautiful heart. You've got a beautiful heart, Justin. Thank you. So you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful talking with you. Bye for now. Bye for now. That was Justin Cooper having a chat with me about how I found my purpose. Let me know if you'd like to find your purpose. You can contact me at karenswain.com. Send me a mail. <laughs>